Welcome to All Things Leadership, a podcast led by an everyday leader for everyday leaders, where together we will explore and discover the true meaning of leadership. My mission is to leave you inspired, motivated, and excited to become a better leader and the best version of yourself at home, at work, and everywhere in between. I'm your host, Jamie Smith. Now let's talk leadership. Hey guys, welcome back to the All Things Leadership Podcast, where today I am going to talk about how planning and goal setting can significantly impact your life and why you should be doing it if you're not. And I want to kick this episode off with that why right now. Because coasting through your life with no aspirations and no idea of where you are trying to go won't get you very far. And if you are listening to this podcast, it's because you want to become an even better version of yourself. And goal setting will help with that. Goal setting provides the motivation we need and gives our everyday actions meaning, and it fills them with purpose. When we talked about fixed versus growth mindset, goal setting is definitely under that umbrella of needing to have that growth mindset. You have to be willing to see the what could be and know that with effort, it can be, and sometimes even already is without us even realizing it. So, We are going to talk in depth about how to set goals, the importance of setting goals, and how to actually achieve and be a goal getter by planning the life of your dreams. I am also going to give you tips on how you can become a better planner and start honing in on your organizational skills. I am a very type A personality, and I'm also a Virgo, which if you know anything about those two things, you know that planning, checking things off to-do lists is my jam. I have definitely fallen under the achiever category more than a few times on personality tests. I also like to know what's coming. I like to feel like I am in control and I like for everything to be in its place. And I bet some of you are thinking, I bet her house is spotless. And I will be the first to tell you it's not. Liking for everything to be in its place and those things actually being in their place are two different things. Organization and neatness bring so much joy, but... My work life is way more organized than my home life. I can deal with a little clutter at home when it only affects me and my husband, but when I know that lack of organization and lack of goal setting also affects those within my company that are counting on me, I am more motivated to be that goal-driven, organized version of myself. It's okay to show up in different ways in different areas of your life. I certainly do. I show up way different to uh, my day job versus how I show up for this passion project of mine, this podcast, versus how I show up just on the couch with my husband. So know that that's acceptable. I hope that by me sharing my love for this topic with you today is going to get you excited to start planning out the life of your dreams and get you well on your way to believing and achieving some goals. Edwin Lewis Cole said that there are dreamers and there are planners. The planners make their dreams come true. So let's talk more about this planning thing. I always like to define what we're talking about so that we grasp it from a very basic place, or maybe it's just so that I can. I am so one of those people that is always looking up the definition of a word to find out its origin and just have a better understanding of it. So a plan is a method for achieving an end. It's having a specific intention. In other words, it's goal setting and getting you know what done all with the underlying intention that you are building the future of your dreams. 
They say the secret of your future is in your daily routine. So we got to ask ourselves what in our daily routine is currently working for us and how could we improve it to work even better for us? I know one way, start setting goals. As Brian Tracy said, a goal without a plan is only a dream. And dreams are great, but you have to have a plan in place to achieve them. There are different types of goals, right? So four important types are time-based goals, and they are stepping stone goals, short-term goals, long-term goals, and life goals. Pretty self-explanatory there. There are also process, performance, and outcome goals. But the goals that come up most commonly are the ones that I'm about to tell you about. And if you have ever heard of the life wheel assessment before, it's an exercise you can do to get a visualization of how balanced you are in all the areas of your life and which areas may need a little bit more attention. You can search life wheel on pretty much any search engine and find all sorts of resources and places you can take this assessment if you want to. But what I noticed is that these categories on the life wheel And the categories of goal types are directly correlated with each other, Um, which to me is great news because this ensures that we're setting goals that will contribute to living a more balanced and fulfilling life. I loved this connection when I noticed it. So the seven goal types are career goals, financial goals, spiritual goals, personal development goals, educational goals, relationship goals, and physical and health-related goals. I think it's important to give examples. So while these goal types seem pretty straightforward, I want to give you a couple examples so you can see how all the different goal types I have talked about so far really come together. So if it's a physical health-related goal, it could be something like lose five pounds in two months. This is an outcome goal, and it's also a stepping stone goal, because in this case, the larger goal could really be that you want to lose 20 pounds. The process goal attached to this lose five pounds goal in two months could be that you will move your body in some way for 30 minutes each day in addition to your normal daily routine. Um, So whatever movement you're already doing, add 30 minutes to that each day. And this could be the process for how you achieve that outcome of losing five pounds in two months. Okay, so if it's a relationship goal, you might say, I want to find my special someone before next year. The process goal might be to start going out and mingling once a week or creating an account on a dating site and seeing what's out there. And the outcome goal for that would be to find the love of my life and live happily ever after. (laughs) That's a little bit Pollyanna, but you get it. I would consider this one more of a long-term goal because there will be months of time potentially until you reach your destination and there will be smaller goals within that. Okay, so let's get into what SMART goals are. A lot of people attribute this to Peter Drucker, but back in 1981, there was an article written by George Duran, Arthur Miller, and James Cunningham that I will attach in the show notes for you. The SMART acronym has come up so much in my career and personal life that I wanted to make sure I shared this in our episode today. So the S in SMART stands for specific, the M for measurable, the A for achievable, or sometimes you'll see attainable, the R stands for relevant, or sometimes you'll see realistic, and the T stands for time-bound. So specific has to be specific, got it, measurable, needs to be something you can track, achievable or attainable. Um, So big audacious dreams are great and all that, but SMART goals need to be something you know you can actually achieve. 
realistic or relevant. So the goal should matter to you personally right now and be something that is real world reachable and not too fairy tale, meaning just not too realistic. And time bound. So yeah, that amount of time attached to the goal is so key. If you don't set deadlines for your goals you want to accomplish, the success rate at which you actually accomplish that goal goes down, down, down. There has even been two more letters added to that SMART acronym by researchers today, which makes it SMARTER goals. And the E and R stand for Evaluate and Reward. So it needs to be a goal that is in line with your values, and it needs to be a goal that is rewarding to you, and you get excited when you achieve it. So the goal I gave the example of of when it came to the health or physical goal of losing five pounds in two months was a very smart goal, as you can see. It was specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, time-bound, and even rewarding. Okay, so here are some benefits to setting goals and writing goals down, too, which is key. Write everything you want to accomplish in life down on a piece of paper. Start this practice ASAP. This will allow you to be more focused and work smarter rather than harder. We've all heard that before. It will act as a benchmark that you can compare progress to. It gives meaning to the work you're doing, like I said before, and gives that end goal a purpose. It brings clarity to what you or your team is working on. If you're focusing on what you want, you are training your mind to move towards your ideal self. So simply put, goals help you become who you want to be. A psychologist named Kenneth Nowak helps us understand why goals equal success. He says there are three E's of goal setting, enlighten, encourage, and enable. Enlighten, I think of as the self-reflection needed to set goals for achieving the ideal self. Encourage, I think of as goals being the nudge we need to get us there, that reminder. And enable, I think of as the opportunity that achieving goals presents to us. It allows us to reflect on what we've achieved, how we got there, and to continue with that positive momentum. We are always learning something in pursuit of our goals, and that helps us in our future, always. Okay, so now I want to talk about planning. I use an Erin Condren planner, and I love it. It's customizable on the inside and out. I get a new one for myself every Christmas for like five years now. It makes using a planner fun. I'm a creative soul and I love arts and crafts and all that kind of stuff. So this planner includes lots of color, stickers, pretty pages with quotes on them. It's totally up my alley. I say all the time that I don't know how I would get through life without my planner. And it's so true for me. There are so many different kinds of planners out there, though. So if the colorful, flashy sticker planner is not your style, I encourage you to find one that fits your needs and try it out. So a planner that I've like almost purchased a few times now is the Full Focused Planner by Michael Hyatt. I love his work and I love his podcast, Lead to Win. And this planner is rated as Forbes best. So it's got to be good, right? It's clean. It's straightforward. It also is much more geared around goal setting and self-reflection. So I thought with our topic today being goal setting, it would be a great recommendation if you are getting started with planners. Some people stick with strictly digital versions of planners and calendars, whatever works for you. But if you aren't currently using something, I really think you should give it a try. I'm going to include an article from Erin Condren's website with benefits of planning that I came across while shopping this year. I'm also going to include a link to the full focus planner so you can check both of them out. One of the biggest and best benefits of planning, I think, is that it's a stress fighting superhero. 
Rather than just letting things happen, you are somewhat in control and can be more at peace when things tend to go your way a lot more often than they would if you didn't plan at all. Sounds a lot like what we've talked about in my last episode, right? You got to live with intention. We live in a world full of people prone to stress caused by so many factors in our environment. So if planning our life is one way to battle this stress, I'm over here like, sign me up. One of my favorite pastimes is puzzling. Oh my God, puzzling is so relaxing, y'all. If you haven't tried puzzling as an adult as a form of stress relief, you should try it. I'm telling you right now. If you have a busy mind like I do that is always 90 to nothing, working on a puzzle completely clears my mind and I forget about everything else in that moment. All I'm worried about is finding where that next piece fits. And if we can approach life that way, be worried about the present and just one piece at a time, we will all inevitably reach the finished picture or the big goal we have. But so many of us get stuck worrying about the future or reliving the past. So we need to be more present people. And I feel like you can equate the process of puzzling to planning in some ways. You have an outcome goal of getting the whole puzzle together. So you are envisioning the bigger picture, which gives you that motivation to get there so that you can feel that rewarding feeling of accomplishment. And when I start a puzzle, I execute my plan the same way every time. My process is I first do the border of the puzzle, then I separate the pieces by colors or patterns. And then once I have all that done, I get into it. Having goals is like adding pieces to the puzzle every day. The puzzle being your life, and the puzzle pieces are the plans, the stepping stones that get you to the big picture vision you have for yourself. Even if you are only adding one piece to that puzzle each day, that's progress. So do one thing each day that contributes to the big goal, and you are halfway there. So what are some challenges or some barriers we may face when setting goals for ourselves or making plans? Well, reality sometimes gets in the way, right? We have to be ready for other things to sometimes get in the way or push us back and have a plan for how we will still accomplish our goals and not let that something replace your plan so much as it just tends to prioritize itself in that moment. Schedules can be interrupted and schedules can be rearranged, and we have to know that this will be part of it and we have to be able to adapt. Something extremely important and the first thing we all must do as we set goals for ourselves is ask ourselves, do we believe in ourselves? Do we really think we can have this thing that we want? We must believe it. This is truly step one in setting any goal. Another barrier or challenge we will face is our own belief system. We all have beliefs that are the lens through which we see the world, and sometimes it's necessary to ask ourselves, is this belief serving me well, or is it possibly destroying the ability for me to ever believe that this goal I have is possible for me? Self-doubt is the worst. I experience it all the time and am constantly battling it. I put up a good fight for sure, but it always finds a way to creep back in, so being able to cope with self-doubt is crucial. Some ways to combat self-doubt are to stop making excuses and have the self-awareness to recognize when you are, stop depending on validation from others, trust in your own values, and start practicing some self-love. You can overcome self-doubt, and you need to in order to reach your fullest potential. Another challenge we face when setting goals is getting stuck on that bridge in between point A and point B, or your ideal self versus your real self. We are working towards that goal and traveling on that bridge and we just plateau in the middle. How do we keep moving forward? 
Well, we have to reflect on how far we have come and we have to be able to see the progress we have made and sometimes accept that that this is as far as I could get for now. And I am going to celebrate this and learn from this forward progress. I am not going to go back, but I am going to figure out a plan for getting the rest of the way across. It just might not be on this bridge. It might be on a hot air balloon over the bridge. I don't know. Where there's a will, there's a way. We have to understand that failure to an extent will be part of life every step along the way, but remembering to celebrate those wins is so important. And not only your personal wins, but the wins of the people that you care for. Celebrate with them too. So almost two weeks ago now, I came home from my Disney trip, and I still don't want to come back down from that childlike level of excitement, curiosity, and carefreeness. It's always hard coming back to reality and adulting again, but I will say that what I do makes my work a whole lot easier to come back to. I am so blessed to have a day job that I love and a side hustle that I love, so no part of coming back home and getting back to work was something I was dreading. And there are so many people out there that do dread returning to work from vacation. I hope you aren't one of those people, but if you are, then one of your goals should maybe be to find a job for yourself one day that you don't even need a vacation from. We should all strive for this. So in keeping with the Disney theme, I want to close out today by sharing some Walt Disney quotes that have inspired me over the years, especially in relation to this episode today on goal setting. Quote number one, a person should set his goals or hers as early as he or she can and devote all his or her energy and talent to getting there. Quote number two, if you can dream it, you can do it. Quote number three, don't let your fears take the place of your dreams. And last quote, first, think. Second, dream. Third, believe. And finally, dare. Aren't those quotes awesome? I love Walt Disney so much. I hope that you have been inspired, motivated, and excited in some way today to try out this whole planning thing, get more organized, and become a goal-getter. I'll talk to y'all next time, two weeks from today. And don't forget to leave a rating and a positive review for me if you like what you hear. It would mean oh so much to me. You have no idea. Thank you, and y'all have a blessed and goal-oriented day. For Life and Leadership Coaching Inquiries, please email me at jamiesmith at allthingsleadership.com or you can direct message me on Facebook or contact me via LinkedIn.